With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned it with a This is what I am. What I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. Unless, of course, you aren't listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, April 3rd, 2019. Uh, I'm your host, Travis Bryant. Joining me ever so shortly will be Cameron Hawkins. We are a few days before WrestleMania, before one of the, if not the most exciting, you know, wrestling week. Certainly can't, you know, 300 something matches are happening in the course of uh, a few days. That's, that's more than just a mere weekend, but literally it's, uh, you know, of course, like a six day stretch. Uh, one of the uh, most attended wrestling, wrestling uh, weekends, weeks, uh, WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania 35. If you, didn't, if you weren't paying attention, keeping track, you wouldn't you wouldn't know if you just counted on TV to tell you <clears throat> that it was WrestleMania 35. But again, I'm Travis Bryant. Cameron Hawkins joining us. What's happening, Cam? Not too much, man. How's it going? Doing okay. Uh, how's everything? Things are well. Things are well. Good. Good to hear. Now, again, it's, it's, it's WrestleMania week. We, the two of us, did a WrestleMania 35 specific you know, uh, prediction, kind of rundown and prediction show. So I, I don't think we're going to, unless it just comes up kind of in conversation, I think we're going to run down 17 matches and say this guy, this guy, this guy, this one. So, um, so yeah, so go look on the uh, Torch feed or the South Congress podcast feed for that show. Um, Tim, uh, yeah, what's, uh, what's on your mind? Just like in, in brief. You asked me the other day, but what's your excitement level uh, for WrestleMania? But literally, it's, as far as the main roster, no more shows until WrestleMania. Yeah, like it's high because I want it to go. I want it to be done, Travis. Oh my God! Um, I just look at we're blessed enough to do like a show about wrestling, and people care what we have to say about wrestling, and that's the best feeling when people. Care about your opinion on something you love. God, I want this week to be over so bad. I can't well, wait till like Monday at noon when it's you in particular because you've decided yeah. to go on everybody's show and podcast and do your own. Like, oh, I'm gonna do this extra thing that I don't have to do, along with yeah. uh, accepting every invitation that every internet wrestling podcast and radio host sent you. In the I last. think. <laughs> 
from <coughs> Pence Sunday. Mm-hmm. I want to say, you know, I produced or helped produce something original every day since Sunday. And it gets to be a lot. It does. Yeah. Um, but not about me, though. I, I just mean, like, as much as we talked about it, like, this is technically the end of the season. You know, as much as we talked about it, like, it's going to be nice for it to be done and us to be able to reflect and not pontificate and forget. Like, that's going to be a good feel. So my level of excitement is really, really high because I'm excited to get to that point. Um, you know, the um, it's not going to be the biggest story that we talk about, but um, Uso's re-sign and that coincided with them finally getting a WrestleMania match. And so now we get, like, a really cool SmackDown four-way. Um, so it's like an additional match. So, like, that piqued my excitement for this show. Like, there's, regardless of if you're the type of person who's going to sit through, because I think the pre-show officially starts at 5 Eastern. And so, mm. I think it's 4 Eastern, matter of fact. So, mm. if you're somebody who's really going to watch seven straight hours and not, you know, look away, then great. If there's somebody like me who is going to jump in and out and try to be social while this is happening, like, then it's, it's great. Like, I'm, I am excited. Some of it's released, but it is still very much exciting. Did, now this is for, for folks like us who are somewhat in the know when I use the camera very loosely, um, Certainly, keeping up on uh, with things uh, relatively closely. So it's, it was not news to us. It is. It might have been news to us 15 years ago when we first maybe like kind of got into <laughs> insider, whatever years, you know, whatever. 15 years. Um, but the John Oliver piece on his uh, last week tonight uh, show that aired. This past Sunday, did that at all have a damper on your uh, resume? But again, as I have qualified, yeah, no, because it wasn't for wrestling fans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it very specifically. You would have thought it was. They had a lot of opinions. Yeah. He told a lot of information. Absolutely. Um, but I think that was a way of saying, like, I'm not just, I'm not just attacking this from out of the blue and insulting it as a non-worthwhile thing. I'm, I'm showing that I understand this thing that I'm being critical of. Um, but, I, you know, it was, like, I say it wasn't for us, Travis. It was very much for you, for somebody who, um, who seeks out information and um, who, likes to, who likes to know that other people in other interests you have all aware of the things the things you're interest, interested in too. As somebody who's information heavy um, and content heavy, I, I definitely think it addresses you. But I don't think he was looking for the average wrestling fan. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it was like the audience. You know? His his audience on HBO. I mean, it's, it's probably not a ton of ton of crossover. Maybe more than I think, but I still don't think uh, a lot. So I think a lot of these people that might have recognized those clips, and I thought it was smart to not focus. It was a it was a get kind of like a twenty five year twenty year window as far as like the footage they showed. Um, 
Like, oh, there's Rock. There's Triple H. I know those guys. But also, CM, you know, CM Punk. So, uh, again, I thought it was I thought it was well done. I know uh, it came out after the Bruce Majority over Bruce on Twitter. He had some specific issues with it, uh, just like tone-wise, not even like constant. Like he, he would say, oh, well, of course, I've been reporting on this for you know, 25 years or whatever. Uh, but Morality to exist outside of you, and 
you know, for that to handle itself. You don't have to come to the defense of the things you like when it stands in the way of common sense. Yeah. So, um, what is the? I mean, is it just kind of not even an argument that WrestleMania this Sunday is like your big headline? Yeah, and I think that the you know if if WrestleMania is the exclamation symbol, the point on it is you know all the main eventers being cuffed and arrested on Sunday night in in yeah. one of the most glorious cartoon shapes I've ever seen. Uh, yes. It was fantastic and fake and outrageous and unrealistic, but beautiful at the same time. Yeah, it was um, absurd as fuck. Like, women or not, or not, celebrities. Okay, celebrities or not, there's going to be a cop punching somebody in the back of the neck after they're getting kicked and thrown around and assaulted. So that's just a, a, a little, uh, that was a little much, I thought. So, uh, but again, it was a giant cartoon. It was, it didn't go anywhere near like where, you know, when TNA did the, you know, everybody fell in that hole. And that whole nonsense. It wasn't <laughs> that, you know, those levels of absurdity. It wasn't um, mid-card stuff like, remember the, um, anybody remember the, the hit, 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 the, the, the dudes in CZW that, that, that had like the Egyptian gimmicks or loosely Egyptian gimmicks? Like, I don't know, guy had like a, Cobra, some kind of onk or something on his tights or something. I don't know. And they like hypnotized the locker room and everybody came out and danced. It was fucking amazing. But it, you know, it didn't lead to anything. It didn't make them any money. It got them some eyes. It got that video, you know, probably a million or two views, or 10 million views at this point, you know, seven, eight years later. But so, again, it wasn't cartoony, over-the-top like the whole. It wasn't mid-card bullshit like the CZW. The fun, but mid-card stuff that ain't going to draw you, you know, tangible. <clears throat> but this was a main event go-home angle for the actual legit main event, the last match for WrestleMania, the most important thing, the most built-up match, the most built-up encounter uh, on the card. And and it was just absurd enough to get all the attention, you know, maybe you know, maybe some outside attention from a variety. I don't know, variety. Cover something silly as that, but certainly it's gonna go viral and everybody on Twitter and YouTube clips and shit are gonna be talking about it. So <clears throat> So I certainly uh, think it was a success uh, in in that way, and that's all the important way: main event, money drawing, go home. Yeah, you know, that's 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 it. And again, they didn't go too far. They went far. I can't front it, but yes, they they kept it. Uh, 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 they kept it. Y'all know what I'm saying. Uh, Cam, welcome back. 
Um, so yeah, what I mean, is yeah, yeah, go ahead. The fact that Charlotte took the chop steps before she raised the knee is just my favorite part of it all. Like, she made sure to gather herself and balance so that she didn't kill Ronda. It was great. For herself, with, you know, no way to catch herself if she falls, uh, you know, falls awkwardly, lands awkwardly, as you say. (laughs) And seeing it from all those angles, like the WWE angle and then the snap angle, like, (laughs) watching her angle all the songs, all the classic music, uh, you know, tracks. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was right for 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 absurd like mocking, but but hey y'all look at this it, this was awesome yeah. kind of way not yeah. kind of embarrassed and you know kind of stuff so it was it's yeah it was, it was fun never yeah yeah no totally it was really fun do you remember Cam I don't know if you heard me say this part but do you remember the CZW angle that they did I don't even call it that angle it was a moment. Where where they had these Egyptian type gimmick wrestlers and they hypnotized the locker room and the wrestlers they were wrestling and everybody came out and was dancing and it was like this ten twelve minute long video it's fucking awesome they put out a cardboard thing and break dancing and spinning on their backs and shit it was yes really good but that was kind of mid card bullshit fun viral moment but didn't draw CZW a dime I, maybe literally a dime it drew them. But it got him some eyes in that video, did some numbers to again draw a dime, literally a dime. Uh, and then the go home angle on Raw did what you needed it to do and needed it to be. Main event, hard hitting, eye catching, <laughs> absurd, but again, I said all this. Uh, what's your, what's your um, B story? Under you know, or C story under WrestleMania, the go home angle, anything from SmackDown to kind of yeah, I thought the contract signing uh, for the for the WWE title match, I thought it was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I think that something like that just benefits so much more if it's not a week and a half story between the two of them. If that's the story that you're telling, you know, since Elimination Chamber, and you really let them <clears> play <throat> off each other, and you really understand. Daniel Bryan's beef with Kofi and what Kofi's fighting for, it, it's it's better. But they, with what they had, I thought they both executed that pretty good. Um, Kofi Kingston has had angles where he's been serious, and he's had to be, um, you know, he's had to get his motor revving a bit more. Um, yeah. And he's been good at it, but I thought he really excelled last night. Um, it was good. Yeah, this, crowd, is, this is the second yeah. one. This is the second one where he's, you know, Direct, you know, he's looking Brian in the eye, and and uh, he's and and has to, you know, has to kind of be strong and have a presence, and he, and he absolutely pulled it off. It wasn't like you know what comes next. I really like that. I've I've never heard anybody say that. Like you know what comes next. And I was like, yeah, I, I like that confidence. What are you doing, Poppy? You going? You gonna let me go? Come on, thank you. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Really strong stuff. Um, like, you know what comes next? I become WWE champion. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, talk that shit. R- real quick, in the I don't know what it's been eight, ten weeks since you've uh, since you've gotten your uh, can I speak to the manager vehicle? Do you get different on the road? Do you get uh, uh, uh you know, from going from driving a you know black Charger to 
you know, like I said, uh, you know, you didn't put the balsamic in my bag like I asked for it. Uh, yeah. Who right? Do you get treated differently like from other vehicles? Like, get out of here, Murano. No, 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 no. It's still, you know, like, it's still, because, I, I, you know, it's still me in the car. And so, you know, they get a little, you know, they got to get a little closer. But they, they still, it's still, sort of part of my respect, I think. Yeah, I need to put okay. my cardboard cutouts of kids in the windows. Yeah, there you go. The it's a little thicker on the back with the kids and the uh-huh. dog. Stick figures. Uh, so, yeah, like, so is, I'm still yeah. me, so like I still like blast like really offensive music, but out of like <laughs> the sunroof, so it's dumb. <laughs> like you're talking about throwing that ass in a circle out of the sunroof of a, a Murano. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, do you have a, uh, a, a, a another uh, besides a, a kind of a fub um, fell between really fell between like, the crack story hit before WrestleMania? It sucks. Well, I mean, I I, I don't know Rey Mysterio's injury status. Yeah. Um, and that you know that's a damper. Like when we talked about the matches we were looking forward to the most, the match that might mm-hmm. steal the show. We spent a long time talking about that match and its and its ramifications and. When you bring in somebody outside, like a wrestler's son, you're like, okay, like this is setting up to like be, it's not a good or bad thing, at least a layered thing that they care about, and so you'll be okay. I think that, um, like again, you, you had him wrestle Baron Corbin in what I thought, you know, was a good match. Like I understand if you don't like Baron Corbin, you hated that match because Baron Corbin was in it. I thought the match was just fine. Like, and that's the thing, he's just fine. He's gonna do some cool power moves. Not gonna be but why Ray, though? Crazy. Huh? But why Ray? Be, beyond... Yeah, why have... And I'm beyond his appearances for the stuff that really matters, so this is kind of just this throwaway wrestling for Kurt Angle. But bringing, bringing him a guy from SmackDown to do it, a guy that, yeah, him and Kurt, I could see if they told the story longer, maybe, that have some I don't think they hate each other, and I'm sure they do respect each other. Ray's going to wrestle on Kurt's behalf? Like, they have that kind of relationship? Like, we, yeah, we're in an era where baby faces don't even run out to save each other anymore. But we've got Ray, who knows his bump card is, you know, overflowing. And, you know, he's going to just be like, yeah, Kurt, I'm going to wrestle this guy. There's nobody on Raw that respects Kurt that's not, you know, Apollo Crews again facing Baron Corbin. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Cruz and, Cruz and Gable are really the only two, like, it doesn't look like Ambrose is going to be back on TV, right? Like, that seems to be done, so you can't really have him. But outside of him, like, Trev, who do you have? Like, that's weird to say, but. Yeah, no, I didn't even pretend as I had some, or, or, like, I had some kind of, oh, here's my top three that would have made so much more sense or been better. No, 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 but, man. Yeah. I'm it just seems it as like you protect so, yeah. your matches, your WrestleMania yeah, stuff. Yeah, WrestleMania match. Yeah, like it would have been that, if Dean Ambrose was available. I think it's a great spot for a Dean Ambrose. Um, yeah, right. It, and it, Dean Ambrose like make it like I don't, I don't. Yeah, Kurt, you never treated me bad when you were GM. Um, I don't know if there's footage or, but I doubt it. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I ain't got nobody to, you know. I want to punch somebody in the face. 
you know, I'm still upset that uh, what's his face got one up on me. Uh, you know, then he goes out and loses to Corbin. I don't, but I don't think you can main event with that. I don't think uh, they yeah. felt. So it was kind of it but again, like, yeah. you don't sacrifice. It, 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 I got uh, hurt. Maybe. That's what we're Potential. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, but hopefully it's it's okay. You know, like, um, and then Samoa Joe is a safe worker. And so if, if they have to get through something and can't go crazy, you know, hopefully they can do that. I mean, we don't want, like we were talking about who's going to get how much time. And one of the things about that match, we were like, well, it's going to be, if they give it time, like, it's going to be really good. Maybe now it doesn't get a lot of time, and you know that's 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 what happens. But yeah. it, it, it's a workaround and not a penalty. You know what I mean? So well, we'll see. Yeah, it's like well, if if you had to have a match, you know, it's not one of the top three or four matches on the card. It's, a, it's an important match. People certainly, I personally was looking forward to it. But it's if of all the cards to be on, where it's like ah, we got to cut this. We got to cut 18 minutes down to four. Well, <laughs> I don't think people are going to be complaining in the long run. You know, when we get to you know yep. 10:30 Eastern, I don't think people are going to be like, man, if we could have just had that 12 minutes back, that 18 minutes back with Joe and Ray. No. So, all right, let's uh, open this thing up. I didn't even give out all the pertinent information. We just got to go in and uh, yeah earlier. Yeah, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Get in line, 347-202-0103. Hit our voicemail line up if you, uh, if you want to uh, want to leave a voicemail, 415-787-5229. You can find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. You can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E Hawk. And find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. Facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. And, uh, yeah, go like the page and tag your wrestling buddies in it. Spread the word. But let's open some th- open this up to callers. And let me see. Let's, uh, let's go to Brooklyn. Let's talk to Mike. Mike, what's going on? What up? Hello. Hello, brothers. Y'all can hear me? Yeah, you good. Yes, sir. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, Mr. Seahawk and Trav Lord? How y'all feeling, man? Doing all right. Doing well, man. Yeah, weather finally break, broke here, you know, up in uh, VK, so it's been a glorious, beautiful yeah, day. Yeah, like, what's the um, what's the weekend forecast look like? Well, um, New York-wise, we're good, like, weekend, um, but um, for Jersey, is a chance of rain. Still, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, still a chance of showers, they think. Hopefully it dwindles, you know, as we get closer, you know, to Mania. And like I said, I won't be actually attending Mania. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to attend uh, TakeOver because it's like right up the block from my job. So I could just pretty much walk there after work. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm going to definitely, you know, attend TakeOver. And I mean, to impound on or impose on what y'all was talking about, I think, like I said, it was camp. Like I said, it was campy, but it was it, it was it was classy campy. You know, as far as the girl, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It was it was it, it was almost camping. 
Yeah, it was almost it was almost like glow or some shit. I was just waiting for Corporal Kelly to pull out the gun with the blanks and start shooting or somebody. <laughs> it was almost like glow. Like, but yeah, yeah I, but I, I mean, think I, if it was glow, it would have definitely been abyss falling in the middle of, in the hole in the middle of absolutely. the ring tone, not the violence, the absurd and over the top, but still like yeah. well organized, good looking violence. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think that definitely needed that. He, you know, made me want to, you know, pay attention to the match a little bit more. Um, side note, I definitely need that against all our t shirt that um that Kofi t shirt. I definitely need that. Yeah, Kofi, baby. I definitely need that. That against all our shirt is fire. He on the TNA pay per view now? Oh shit! Bring that back. <laughs> No, nah, that's that. Yeah, that that Kofi shirt. Um, yeah. And his his promo work, like goddamn, like where the hell has this? You know what I mean? It's like this fire for that. That's there, what right? I'm talking about. They never asked for it. it just you know, but we've seen glimpses. It's like but they they they, right. they want them to see that. Yeah. So. But like I said, Trav, like the future book, you know the future book a little bit, I kind of see even two scenarios happening, you know, after WrestleMania as far as New Day. Okay. Either they're going to move Big E and, I mean, this, this is just, you know, fantasy shit. They, you know, they might move Big E, you know, to Raw as a solo or move him and Xavier over there, you know, together as a team. Mm-hmm. One. Or I see E turning on um on the rest of the new day to break out as a solo. Uh, I don't see no terms. None but of that on the flip side, it's too much money, you know, vested in New Day and with the act at the end of the day they're still super popular, they're still over and they still sell a lot of merch. So I don't think that's just on to keep them together in the way that, like, the club was together even though they weren't on the same show? Like, what if they moved Xavier and Big E to Raw as a tag team and then Kofi was a solo act on SmackDown? And then there's New Day, but, you know, they get together when they get together. You see them together every 30 days. Right. And yeah, also the I mean, I like that idea more than, but I don't like breaking them up. And yeah. that's, that's its scenario is breaking them up. You're just moving them to different shows. Like, well, that's yeah. kind of a, that's, that's a breakup, you know. I just want them to exist without ever having a physical split. So if that means going to the other shows and still, like Ham said, coming back and you get to see them, they make a point every pay-per-view that, hey, New Day's uh, Kofi gets the you know, hang out with you know and Biggie and Xavier backstage or whatever. Let's let's see what they're up to. Right. Uh, that could be a, that could be fun, a running thing over the course of some months. Yeah. But nothing. But I, don't got- curves, I don't want any acrimony. I don't want none of that. I mean, five years from now, I want to be like, yeah, I love how they just never turned on each other. They're just happy for each other. Just do that. And also, guys, did you um? 
Did you guys catch the um the Twitter caption last week with uh with uh, AJ and Finn Balor? Twitter caption? I mean the Twitter the Twitter pic. And um I it was like a yeah, it was a picture of them backstage and uh-huh. um Finn I think put the bat the um the caption like whom, like the thinking caption and AJ said, My brother, my bro. So um like do you think like I think at the mania, I think last ditch effort, like to make some noise against AEW, I think they're finally and not for Gallows and Anderson to leave. I think they're finally gonna put the try to put the club together. Yeah, Mike. I'm not saying they won't try in some last ditch effort. I think if you're Anderson and Gallows, you gotta see through that. Yeah. But I think they're gonna try to do it. And I say, and to me, I think it could work. I think if you add a woman to it, and I think, I mean, huh? I mean, that would that would have probably worked, but I see them adding like maybe if um, Sasha and Becky lose. I mean, Sasha and Bailey loses the titles at Mania. Them adding like a Sasha or maybe like a Becky and having her, you know, to the club. No, you're going to bring in a woman. This got to be somebody we haven't seen in WWE. Somebody that might have some kind of lose connection, maybe even to Japan. But I don't think that's... Is that even a thing? No, no, no. But I think those two... I think they're going to flip those two mid-card titles. I think Finn is going to smack down, and I believe Joe is going to go back to Raw as U.S. champion. I think that's what's going to happen. And, and speaking of club and AJ, whoa, whoa. Like, that promo last night that those two cut, whoa. And I got and I don't think, you know, um, Wade caught the exact essence of it because it was like, I mean, him and, you know, Barnett last night on the Wade um, podcast, it was like, um, like Kevin Owens supposed to be a badass and, um, you know, why did he just, like, just leave out the... I said, Johnny catch the sentiment of it. Those was fighting words. And even the fans was like, ooh. Yeah, you know. K.O. was like, I don't... I don't yeah, this ain't nothing about this. Yeah, K.O. <laughs> caught the mic like, oh, <laughs> shit. Let me get out the way. Them two yeah. about to get it on. Right. Like, just that was her... don't mean you have to, get, like, get in the middle of people's shit. Yeah. Nah, he, he looked like... Yeah, he looked like, oh, shit. Let me get out the way. Yeah, These two I about to get I it on. I this like the rest of y'all. Like, what the fuck? Once he said, um, AJ ain't nothing, since John Cena left, AJ ain't nothing but the new WWE corporate bitch. Yeah, a lot. And Randy, and he told Randy, you spend, you know, you talking about shit, you spent your whole first half of your career, you know what I mean, fucking getting suspended because of wellness policies. It's also true. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Yeah, yeah. And again, what are you yeah. gonna say? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're talking about it. They're not gonna go the 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 jugular. They're not gonna talk yeah, about they it. Yeah, they get it. They ain't gonna. They was if they had some guts. AJ was real G. He'd be like, Yeah, yeah if I was here, exactly. I fucking I rub your face in you fucking cornball. Exactly. <laughs> like don't. Be, don't get it fucked up. You know, AJ ain't really, AJ ain't no pussy backstage, man. 
And not to mention, AJ is really kind of Randy Senior as far as like, you know what I mean? And ring careers and shit like that. Remember, AJ was tailing the WCW before we even knew who the fuck Randy Orton was. Again, you're not lying. Yeah. Randy Orton was, you know, I remember. about to go AWOL. Right, I remember Air Styles and Air Paris, the Air Raid, whatever that dumbass name was. I remember that. They're going to name you something that raises the expectations real high. That you're going to flip all the whole match. But I believe Randy Randy is hyped for this match, and I think we're going to get that authentic Randy, not that first or second gear, methodical, slow Randy. I think, you know, Randy, I think Randy is coming to play. And that coincided with AJ, how he's feeling like, I'm going to tear this motherfucker down because ain't no title on the line, none of that. I got to show these people, you know, why people say I'm the, you know, best in-ring performer of this generation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think they're going to live up to it. Uh, this goes I to definitely this, will. I definitely this, do. Joe and Ray, this is the place to Joe and Ray for, you know, non, uh, you know, big-time top three, top four matches that I'm most excited about. Right. Me too. Providing that, I don't know if you guys heard, providing that, um, Ray is, you know, Ray is good to go for um, Sunday because he um, kind of hurt his ankle fucking with that bum Baron Corbin Monday night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he kind of fucked his ankle up. So hopefully, provide you know, Ray is good to go. Yeah, you know but saying? I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not confident. I mean, they didn't say anything about it on Sunday, did they? I might have yeah, they posted, a, they sent a, um, a notification on the, uh, the app. Okay, but on SmackDown last night, did they say anything specific? No, I didn't. I know I didn't catch it on anything on SmackDown. They didn't say yeah, much didn't about it. it. So that could be an indication that hey, we're just gonna. Yeah. I mean, to me, I, I feel like. And as far as the fading forward tag match, I felt like it should have been Usos versus um, Black and um, Black yeah, and Ricochet. Straight up, they would have fucking, they would have burnt the house, they would have tore the fucking house. Down. So yeah. something tells yeah, me that um, five way or four way, it's just like yeah, okay, yes, it's just let's cram everybody on the card and get them in. And the reason being that they got switched to the SmackDown um tag titles. Did you guys hear what the the plan is actually to do with the Raw tag titles? I I didn't hear. No, drop it. Well, per listening to uh, Nelson Alvarez, you know, Tuesday per day, mm-hmm. he's hearing that the plan is to put the revival against Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I did see that. What for the titles? For the royal titles. And I and I, I believe mean, that's the way they 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 um <clears throat> snap um Hawkins's um losing streak in the title match. Which, yeah, you know, just to give them that, just basically. But how do you get that? Reach. How do you position them with no wins, with a 200, 300-lose streak? Like, what the what? Yeah. Right. Who's on its face? I mean, the like, way that I... doesn't make any sense. It's just like, yeah, it's exactly. talking to them because they'll go on a tear. They'll get their first win the night after WrestleMania, and then they'll, by uh, uh, 
the Scream Rules or whatever is in May, you know, they'll win the title. Right. Like, okay, but that sounds stupid. Exactly. But I mean, okay. to do it all and I see is get a title shot right away. Ow. I mean, I think. I think if they do do it, I don't see it as no, you know, something long term. I see it as a retread of the same shit they did with Zach a couple of years ago when he won the um the IC title on a you know ladder match just to give it that pop, you know, two hometown boys. You know what I'm saying? Just to get you know, just to give them that that hometown pop. That's that's all I look at it as a retread of that. I don't see them as you know being anything long-term. I just see them, you know, like I said, getting that hometown pop, like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? And they probably get killed by returning AOP or some shit like that the next night. They trying to do what the next night? I said they probably will get killed by returning AOP or somebody, you know, something of that nature the next night. Or maybe losing it back to the revival the next night. But I just see it as that, you know, you got one guy from Long Island, one guy from Queens. So I just see it as something like to give them here's your goal watch. I mean, it doesn't make sense, like you said. uh, Dropped it on Twitter. Uh, exclusive. Rich just dropped the the video, the WWE exclusive video on Twitter and tagged tagged, me Cam in it. So, I guess it's them. Oh. I'm watching it on mute, and I guess it's Ryder and Hawkins, you know, wanting the title shot and them the revival, <laughs> you know, laughing in their faces as they fucking should. But I can't hear it, so I don't know how. They, you know. Yeah, I see. I don't think there's much home. that I could hear from them that would make me go, "Oh yeah, no, that totally that ties it up. I get it." Nah. Like I said, I see it as a hometown pop. They'll probably lose the shit back the next night. In in the same town, in their hometown, yeah. <laughs> you know this. You know this man's booking is is, is nonsensical. This guy's booking is non fucking sensical. Speaking of Rich, let me uh, let me bring him on to the uh, show because as you can hear, I have uh, I'm trying to get through it, but I have an annoying uh, call. So there's not going to be a, a VIP, not because of that, because of that, and Rich is flying to fucking New York, and you know, I don't want to let him not have to be doing an audio show on his way. Um, so no audio sh- or no VIP for for those uh, listening uh, live. Yeah. But we'll go ahead and bring him in on to the live show. So his thoughts. Uh, Rich, what's happening? Not much. Let me go on regular phone instead of my. I'm in my office right now, so. Well, you sound okay. Good so, Mike. I'll be back at my home, 718. I'll be hanging out in Queens, though, because that's where I'm staying for the week with my buddy. Okay. 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 Hopefully, I'll run into you. I'll see I get to see you down if you, you know, if you're going to be at uh, TakeOver. No, I'm going to be at uh, MLW because when I bought my tickets, TakeOver was the same night as the uh, MSG show. Yeah. So I bought tickets yeah. for the uh, MLW Battle Riot. Are you going to uh, the Tokyo the Tokyo show? No, actually, I'm just doing um I'm just doing Takeover. Everything else, I'm going to watch um home with the boys because one of my sons. I you got know. you. Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah I trust me. I know. I'm gonna be uh yeah. I'm gonna do the indie stuff and then um 
I got some stuff I got to review for the torch video wise, and then uh, I'm gonna ho- hang out with Kylan Sunday for uh, lunch, watch the first half or first couple matches of WrestleMania, then go to oh, yeah. Legends and hang out with Craig and whoever else is there. Yeah, they also showing it at a spot in um in Brooklyn is a is a brand new big beautiful sports bar called Tilts. Ooh, Tilts, yeah, nice, nice. I'm, it's, it's, I believe it's like the Williamsburg Bushwick section, brand new, nice place. Listen, if you you want, uh, I don't know if you want to give your pertinence out on here, but I think we follow each other on Facebook. If you could send me a message with that, I might try to change it up and do that instead of Legends because I'd rather go back to Brooklyn than yeah. being I definitely if I can avoid it. I definitely will send it to you. I definitely right. will send it to you. I appreciate but, um, that, Mike. I'll, yeah, but Rich, let me get your opinion on what I just shot to Cam and um, Trav. Do you think that, you know, on some last-ditch effort shit, that they will try to salvage the club and put them some, you know, just to keep Gallows and Anderson from not jumping and not leaving? You you think it's a chance of them putting you know those guys back together on uh, SmackDown? I think it's a better chance of Finn and AJ becoming something like you were saying, and then maybe adding in a woman or maybe another dude who like you know they got Kushida now. They could add in a Kushida and kind of be in their squad and kind of be that two hundred five dude or that you know little buzzsaw. I don't know about Anderson and Gallows because it seems like they basically have set them up. Like they did with uh, uh, what I'm saying with uh, Dean Ambrose, where it's like, this is a got to go situation, and we just gonna let you go. Because even look, we should have known what was up with the Usos because they signed their five year deal a, a couple of weeks ago, apparently, when they did that new day. Because that was such a poignant moment, they wouldn't have given that yeah. to somebody who was just bouncing. Oh, so so the Usos did resign. Yeah, they resigned for five years. Whoa. That's cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, I would have loved to see them go to AEW and do the whole battle with the super kicks with the young bucks, but hey, can't get everything you want. We'll see the revival. Yeah, and they got. Year. They know they got the money. They got the tag team on lock. His wife's, you know, J, uh, Jimmy's yeah. wife's still there. She's happy. You know, she might not be happy with the placement right now, but they got enough money in the bank, so to speak, with the company. Some enough cachet with the right. company. Where, right. And then, you know, as I mentioned to Cam and Trav earlier. It's wild that Jimmy's case got like uh, either played down or dismissed, and Naomi had nothing. So he was like the down for husband all star in terms of like the result of that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So if AEW smart, they better they better scoop up uh, what you call it when they can their cousin. Cause he's a hot yeah, commodity. I think they will. Dude, that Jacob Fox. I think they dude, will. The Samoan werewolf. Mm-hmm. He is a problem. He and I also share it with Travis and um, Cam. Uh, Rikishi has two Polynesian twin girls who are who just finished training that are on the indie circuit, and they look like slim down to Mina's, but they can move. Yeah, right. no, we know. Right. Oh no, I was telling Mike. Yeah, I gotta check those. I gotta check those girls out. <laughs> Because I swear I watched um, some highlights from that um, Jacob Fatu match last week. Mm-hmm. And he's like he's like his Uncle Umaga, but just more athletic. He might be the best athlete, like athletic-wise, athlete 
probably the top. I mean, they got some pretty good dudes. I mean, Rock, Tonga, you know what I mean? Tonga, Chid, and his mm-hmm. prime. His father and his prime, Roman, the Usos. But dude is like, dude is the Samoan version of Jeff Cobb, if you ask me. Him and Jeff Cobb, that would yeah. be dynamite. Him and Jeff Cobb, I would love to see that match. Jeff Cobb yeah, Jeff Cobb, wow, man. He's he's like, I don't know how that dude is like an inch shorter than me, but like five inches wider than me and can throw me a country mile. Like, I don't, the math don't add up. Like, yeah, I remember dude. Taz, when like when he was at his like most like super muscular, you, you just saw this mom, but Jeff Cobb's like, he would make him look like a child. Right. <clears throat> And that's who that's who Jeff Cobb kind of reminds me of. He kind of he, he reminds me of in Crime Tag, but just better. I don't know if he got the you know the you know the promo ability, but is in ring shit, shit. I mean, he's a guy I think they missed the boat on, or I don't think he wanted to sign with them, you know, immediately. I don't think you know that was his deal, but um. You're saying AEW, Jeff Cobb and AEW, or no? Um, for NXT, I I, yeah. I don't understand why, why he never landed there. Well, and I, mean, I believe I he like Mike. Yeah, and there's what he got that, that money. Oh, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I was just saying there was reports that Kane and Taker and you know a lot of those other guys been spotted in New York. In the New York area, so that must mean they're gonna be in the entree battle royal. It's gonna be something, or probably part of the Elias segment or some shit like that. Because somebody big is coming out to stop it from performing. They wouldn't be leading up to it for this. But I mean, to end with this, because y'all pretty much covered all bases, and I know everybody else want to get on tonight. I believe this is a changing of the guard mania. And what I mean by that is like now you have to rely more on the incumbent stars, you know, as opposed to relying on past stars. Like Is Triple H the only uh Triple H and Batista? That's that's the match, right? Oh um, pretty that, much, yeah. like until we figure out what you know. You know. Yeah, Orton and what we figure out. I don't know, I mean, it's like returning stars. That, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. But like, yeah, yeah like guys who aren't uh, <clears throat> guys who would be considered attractions. I mean, yeah, I mean, really, Rey Mysterio is kind of the limit. You could always throw Brock in there. Would you really think of his contract? But yeah, and then Angles out the door. Um, so yeah, just about. I believe that match shouldn't go no more than maybe about sixty seconds or, or sixty-five seconds. Yeah. Get them so, off the stage. It should be longer. Listen, huh? at, at this point, I started at the beginning of this disagreeing with Cam and saying, hey, let's just give him Angle, Cena, and everybody be done. I'd rather have Kurt Angle backstage playing WWE 2K with himself and John Cena than him out in the ring with anybody. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. yeah. yeah. <laughs> as much as the story of, you know, coming full circle with me, like I just remember that match Cena had with Nakamura where Nakamura dropped him on the back of his neck. Because Cena's, right. you know, not wrestling every week anymore. You know, and, and, yeah, like like Cam said, out of practice Cena plus broke down angle. I mean, somebody somebody would get hurt in a way that you really would have regretted. And we're all disappointed. Yeah. Or 
Angle beat Cena in two minutes? And we're like, that's ridiculous. So it just wouldn't have, for so many reasons, it wouldn't have been a good idea to book Cena in that spot. Yeah, that's crazy. And all and I'm gonna leave on this note, fellas. Um, the Viceland special that I was uh, talking about on Viceland TV they start next week on the 10th. I yeah. believe at 10 p.m. is a six-part um like mini series that they're doing, and the episodes are the Attitude Era, the Von Erich family. The Death of Bruiser Brody, Fabulous Moolah, um, The Death of Gino Hernandez, and I forget what the sixth one was. Yeah, Cornette had the creator, the, the, you know, the guy that, whose idea it is, I don't know if he's, I guess, the filmmaker, maybe, uh, on, on his show a week or two ago. And yeah, it got me pretty excited, especially how he decided to come, come at the story or, or come at uh, which stories. To tell. Yeah. Oh, the Montreal school job. That's that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And I was going to say they talked about the screw job, but not, you know, it's it's the way they the way he described they did it and the angle they took. It's not, you know, shit we already saw, we've seen. Yeah. Now they shooting from an outsider's, you know, with knowledge and like, you know, speaking to you know guys like Dave and you know dudes that was close to the situation and you know things of that nature. Yeah. And um, also another thing I caught on Twitter that I looked at was uh, CM Punk um bigging up Matt, Nick, Omega, and uh, Squirrel because they all did the signing together at the you know for the pro wrestling fees thing last week and you know it's one of the things that had me like hmm. Hmm. Like maybe something, maybe something might be going on there. Who knows? Yes, maybe, but also, yeah. you know, Punk and AEW are stupid. You know, like, hey, you're not signing, but let's uh, not even let. It's just like, hey, we're hanging out, we're signing. Those guys are cool. I'm just tweeting. Yeah. Figures are tough, but plausible deniability, like credible plausible deniability. Hey, you know, nobody, nobody told you to get your, your hopes all up, you know, that I was coming back. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. they're going to come back saying you are. But it's certainly certainly ripe for speculation, and that's what we're here for. Jeez, uh, but. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like I, I said, if he does. Six months or a year where we're like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, Oh, and just right. an update for y'all. Ray Mysterio said he's praying he'll be good to go this Sunday. Mm. Uh, you know what that means? Finna take that shot in his leg. You know, Rapsy Jesus. Ray Mysterio gonna be 15 pounds heavier come Saturday. <laughs> Wait, why would he? And Ray. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it to you guys because I need you to see this. But Ray shared, I guess, what is like the official WWE video of his injury, and people will be looking to punch Baron Corbin in the throat. Oh boy! Because it's like their angles, and it says property of WWE under it, like with a watermark. And he basically didn't give him enough lift so he could land on his feet. So when he landed, he landed straight on the ankle and bent it. 
fucking guy. Like, he doesn't even deserve a fucking spot at Mania to me, if you ask me. I don't see what's the infatuation with Baron Corbin in uh, Vince McMahon's eyes. Like, I mean, he's an okay talker and all that, but that's, I mean, he's a decent in-ring guy, but that's just about it. He's decent. I mean. Like, I don't understand it. When you, you know, 6'9 and you know, 270, if, if you could do those two, that's not exactly, oh, like, oh, he's decent in the ring and he's decent on the mic. Like, well, I mean, I mean how many we've six, seen guys seven, six, worse. We've seen guys, right. I mean, come on. How many times did Mason Ryan get, uh, get a chance? How many times was he on TV? Right. So, yeah, I, I, like, we know why. I mean, I would, tr- I would trust Luke Harper in that spot more than him. And they just they're just treating him like shit, and he just you know he's speaking out too. I did not know that. Um, huh? He's a, Luke Harper is thirty-seven when he posted that like heartfelt like thing tweet. And, yeah, but he's yeah. dude is still, dude is good though. Dude is one of sure, the better big men that, in the company. Just and they never really did nothing with him. Who you're going to push? You know, coming out of the Wyatt family. You, are you, you know, why, you know uh, uh, Luke Harper's 34 or so, 37. Maybe that was why. Same thing with, like, uh, I, I was going to say same thing with, like, Titus O'Neil, but Luke Harper is not Titus or Titus O'Neil is not Luke Harper. I mean, in, 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 in Corbin, about 34, 35-ish? Is he that old? I believe so. Okay. Right. The man had a whole full football career. <laughs> yeah, he was on the uh, he was on the what the Falcons, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he about thirty four, thirty five himself. I mean, unless they got 34. some big plan. Yeah. Born in eighty four. Yeah, some, some big drawn out plan for this guy. Some big drawn out, you know. But I mean, as far as like you know the draft, you know. Following Mania and all that, the, the week following Mania, I don't, I don't really see them doing too many big adjustments because, I mean, like, do you see them? Do, do any of you guys see them? You know, taking a Roman and putting him, you know, sending him to SmackDown. No, but I don't know if I see them. Uh, like, why? Yeah, this is going to be one of the more interesting like shakeups as far as because I'm not sure what happens with the NXT call-ups considering what they did with you know the heavy machinery group or you know group of NXT guy, uh, guys and women and then Ricochet and Black and uh, sort of Gargano but not really <laughs> yeah um, but definitely Ricochet and Black so I don't know who comes up if there's a big like emphasis on NXT call-ups yeah. Might just and, be more like we got to shake shit up the week after. But I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know who I'd want to see. Scenario. I don't know if I want to see. Do I want to see you? Like you're convinced? Was it you, Mike, that just said uh, Joe goes to Raw and 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 IT champion uh, Finn? I guess goes to SmackDown. I think that happened. In right. another scenario. Yeah, another scenario I was thinking that just popped in my head per um, Adam Cole not winning, you know, the uh, 
and that speed title, you can call up Undisputed Era and just have them come out and attack AJ. And that's how, you know, pass wait, 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 wait. Not winning. Huh? The match is happening. Huh? You think you think that's your hot trend? You think Argano loses? No, no, no. Mike just said, you know. Uh, I, I said another scenario that just popped into my mind of how you can maybe possibly put the club back together is, you know, that's if Cole loses in the NXT title match, you can call Undisputed Era up and have them just come in and just beat the shit out of AJ and he's like, now he need help. And yeah. just demolish AJ Tuesday night. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. I don't see it. Yeah, I think I think that blows uh, the main roster so much. Like they they still, even though NXT does a great job at reloading, they never seem to be without as far as yeah. you know yeah. up and down that card. I still think that like there's, I still think we got a Kyle O'Reilly singles run in NXT somewhere. You know, like yeah. I know I wouldn't be shocked if if Cole. I think whoever loses that match, whoever loses that title match, I think they won. Like whoever loses, yeah, his main roster. I feel like um, whoever loses on NXT move up to the main roster. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting if if Dream loses. Like, I mean, it'd be two straight uh, North American champions with no defense. So that'd mm-hmm. be interesting. Um, but I think it's time to yeah. move those guys. It's time to move those guys. Those are the guys that have been featured in main eventing the NXT takeovers for what? The past 12, you know, 24 I mean, to 12 months? Yeah, but it's like technically, it's time to you, move um, them up. you know, depending on where you place the um, the ladder match for the North American title, like, air, that's I consider that a main event on that card. So, yeah, pretty much yeah. everybody's in that match. Oh, is the ladder match in? now, um, Ken? No, 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 I'm just talking about that match. Like, if you, if you look yeah. at everybody from a year ago, they've either moved up or seem to be on the cusp of it, who, who was in that right. ladder match uh, a year ago. So, yeah, like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's weird because it's time for them to move up. I just feel like they keep Dream down there a little bit longer. I feel like Dream doesn't leave until he's NXT champ. Like, really. However, that, however we get there. But we'll see. Yeah, because they got to start getting on that um, Riddle ready. I believe Riddle is on. Yeah, you guys be safe. Have a great rest of the show. To everybody I don't talk to, I hope you enjoy WrestleMania, and we'll be sure to be talking about that next week. That's what you later. Yeah. But what I was saying is I feel like they're going to start getting uh, Riddle prepared because, to me, I believe Riddle is going to be like the next face of NXT for a while. Matt Riddle. I hope so. uh, He's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, he's and then, like I said, that that uh that a uh, documentary they did on him is just it just humanizes him and put him in such a different scope. Like he's a chill dude. Like that's a dude you want to kick it with, you know. After the you know show or whatever the case may be, he's a he's a real yeah. chill dude and a family dude. So and that's marketable in this day and age. So I see him being pretty much the face of the whole, you know. Shit, you know, come so I don't know. It's gonna be a big shift, and it's interesting to see. Like I said, I'm ready. You know, this is, you know, this is the first main year in a while that I'm pretty much, you know, kind of excited for. And I'm, you know, I don't want to speak for you guys, but you know, it's there. Like they, you know, there's a lot to offer on the show. 
And this could be a make or break show for a lot of guys and a lot of acts. You know what I'm saying? Hold up. I think the really? women they're going to do. Yeah, try. I'm, I'm sorry, Mike. Lily, I just want to address this video Rich provided. Baron Corbin didn't do anything wrong on this spot. Like, nothing. He did what he's supposed to do. It wasn't about no lift. What do you mean? Ray had. I don't. How could he have prevented Ray from uh, not not falling on his ankle, or not? Uh, he, he came down regular, and it just, I guess, angled on him. Like it's on Ray's uh, Instagram. Anybody? Six one nine. I am Lucha. Um, well, I'm pointing to the fact that he's holding on to him instead of letting him go, and so while he's letting him. When he does let go, his arm's tangled with his, and so he yeah. has to secure the landing at a different angle than what he should have been uh-uh. just flipping him. Um, no, Rich. Well, we're too bad, I think we are. There's, yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah. That so that's all right. I got this week, fellas. I mean, we'll get more you know, definition. Huh? Nothing, man. I'm just messing <laughs> you're, you're a funny guy, right? Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I, I I I make fun, but we aren't exactly bursting with callers. So when you said a half hour ago, okay, last thing. Half hour later. See, no, Mike, you can see these things go, we can't roll up on in New York. I could have called us fifteen twenty call minutes us. ago, but uh, like callers, let's support. Stop being shy. Press that. Put your hand up. Man, press that one on that dial. Westbrook, fam. Soon as daylight savings happen. Something happened with our damn callers. <laughs> like, nah, we outside, man. And stop nice. playing. Talk, call to talk to Trav and, and, and Rich. Stop playing, uh, East Coast Cast listeners. Yeah. I know y'all out there. I know y'all got some questions. I know probably, uh, you know, we got my man Willis and and and, and well, Darrell and summer. and uh, you know the rest yeah. of the East Coast, you know, conglomerate uh, out there. I just think it's a matter of, uh, you know, they just got to get sick of it being warm and it's not new anymore. And as a matter of fact, it's too hot. Yeah. I'm going in to listen to the East Coast Cats live. So, all right, Mike, man, it's good talking to you. All right, fellas. Later, Mike. All right. It was uh, Mike from Brooklyn who, uh, yeah, that'd be what's up if y'all can get up. You know, earlier I swore you were about to say, oh, yeah, I definitely would rather do that than hang with Island. <laughs> what you said. Wait, what? No. No, 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 no. You're like, I think I might switch things up and, you know, and not go to Legends. But, like, a split second, I'm like, oh, shit, is he going to bury Island? <laughs> Why would so you're I not going to do? Nah. So you're not going Friday. You're going Sunday. Yeah, because what happened was I looked at the logistics of getting to where he lives and then back in time. And their number of trains that are down this weekend, and it would take me like almost as long as the time I would spend him to get back to Madison Square Garden. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Tonight is going to be a lot less stressful, thanks to you, because uh, if I'm not doing the uh, if I'm not doing VIP, I can go to I can go to sleep. Well, well, I guess at some point tomorrow I gotta, I gotta do the show review with Sean. But like, no, tonight that's great. I can pack up. 
I can, I'm, you know, I'm here at work getting the last little project done before one of my student meetings at 8.30, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's what's up. But, yeah, no, I, I'm like, what's the point? Like, there's, we, we, me and Cam did the, uh, the again. The yeah, you guys, did, I thought that was going to be in lieu of this, this week. No, 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 that was a, uh, Um, so, this is a four-way match at, for the NXT Women's Title, right? Yeah, Fatal NXT four-way. Women's Title, yes. Yep. So, guy, uh, I'm, I'm, interested to see, I'm interested to see uh, how Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai, uh, you know, they're going to have to lock up. They can't go the whole damn match without, uh, that'd be corny, that'd be like, what's wrong with y'all? Right, it's like that, I will never betray you. I think that's how Bianca wins because they they hesitate in a, in a at the wrong moment, and um, but I don't know which one of those those two, Io or Kyrie, takes the pin because I don't think Shannon loses. Yeah, I think I think Shannon might. Yeah, for sure. Because Shayna might play the role of X-Pac replacing Shawn Michaels in DX. Mm-hmm. Where you lose the legit shoot fighter on the top of the roster. You know, you know, uh, Ronda leaves. Becky thinks things are cool. And then she gets popped in the back of the head by Shayna. And is like, oh, you thought this was over? You thought? Man, that would be... Uh... That would be... When do you pull that off? Do you do that? And since it's winner take all, if Becky's the champion, she's on both shows. She's the double champion. Uh, I would pull it off the weeks leading to Money in the Bank because they switched the pay-per-views. Money in the Bank's next. And not Extreme Rules? Right. So that's an easy way to get one of the belts off of Becky where she gets snuffed and punked from behind and then you cash in. What's that? So what's in July then? Uh, hold on one second. I got I had it up. WWE pay per view calendar 2019. And here's the other thing too. I don't know if you and Cam mentioned it. I'm kind of annoyed. I'm annoyed because I don't I don't know what kind of situation they put my dude in. You know what the very next thing they got to do. There's a there's uh in their schedule. Hmm, there it is. Money in the bank is May nineteenth. And so what's May third? May third they're supposed to be going to Saudi Arabia. So if Kofi win, he's gonna have to be champ in Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah. So Yeah, that sucks. So, so Mania in April, no pay-per-views in April. They go to Saudi in the beginning of May. So no pay-per-views till the end of – so it was like seven weeks until they were legit. Yeah, so May 3rd, so seven weeks. And then May 19th, Money in the Bank. That's back what I mean. Back last June 16th. Okay, back last yeah. June, middle June. 
So what's July? Extreme Rules, July 14th. <coughs> SummerSlam in August, obviously. Hell in a Cell in September. Clash of the Champions in October. Another Saudi show in November. And then there's also going to be an NXT takeover in there, too. Uh, they're going to be back in San Jose where they first started. That, that uh, like... That loop. Let me see. I think I found it here. Uh, do do do. Yeah, I think they're just making yeah, it happen. Ronda's not going to be around in October, so why have an Evolution pay per view? Why also, do Evolution? Also, it's in the middle. It's right. It would be right before or after the Saudi. So you have that same problems you had last year. Uh, right. So I guess they're just. And it, it it might be the smart move, like considering again, like I said, Ronda isn't around, but that doesn't show a ton of faith in Becky, Charlotte, and Oscar. You know, Bailey. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think of if you're not going to do Evolution again and you're just going to kind of slowly back out of the women's pay-per-view business. Mm-hmm. How does that look? Or does anyone bring it up? I don't think they did six of them over the course of six years. And, right. You know, or six of them over the course of three or four years and then all of a sudden they just like, Nope, no more. But that would be, but you know, they they had one. I don't think just because you do something once, I get caught up in that just in my in my personal life. Like just because I did, mm. and I mean mundane stuff. I don't mean like significant life altering or changing or significant things. I just mean, yeah, I took this route to work one morning and it worked and, and whatever. I don't know, but my personality is to kind of like get stuck in, like hey. It works for me. I remember, like, I remember I ate Wendy's nuggets and fries for lunch, like, every day for, like, six weeks. And then did mm-hmm. for, like, years after that. Like, that's just kind of, like, I wanted nuggets and fries every day. And then I didn't. It didn't for a long time. Like, yeah, but anyway, um, let's, uh, we've got Craig and, uh, um, oh, Darrell dropped off for whatever reason, but we've got Craig on the line, but he doesn't have his hand up. And okay. Well, then give me a second because I'm going to hang up and call back from my cell phone so that okay. way I'm mobile as I... All right. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, yeah. I want to get to get Craig's thoughts on that John Oliver piece. I assume he saw it. And obviously, I want to get Rich's too. So when he jumps in, I'm going to, I'm going to ask him as soon as he calls Bike. But seriously, I do think there it is something to this spring forward and, and you know the daylight savings. I think there's something to that. I think people are uh, <coughs> I think people are hanging out longer and like, oh shit, right, six thirty, you know, Eastern or five thirty Central. Fuck thing I usually do is happening now. When I'm out in the park and I'm having a good time or I'm playing basketball. Whatever you do outside. 
All right. Let's, uh, in the meantime, go ahead and read the uh, emails or get to one. Mike, he chimed in from, uh, oh, you know what? That's a VIP, so I'll save that specifically for only Rich gets that. Uh, but Jabron, he says, um, two questions for you. What match do you think will be the opener of WrestleMania? And that's uh, that's. I mean, do they? I hope they don't. But do they go back to SmackDown 09, 10, 11 era when Edge and Del Rio were was opening pay per views with world title matches? And do they open with Kofi and uh, Bryant? I don't think you can do that. I don't think you necessarily should do that. Um, I definitely can see them opening with the the women's fatal four way for the tag titles and just booking bookending the show with women's matches. That's another thing they could then tout that they did. Like uh, you know. Um, so yeah, I think that. Is there another? I mean, let's see. You got the tag title match with Bailey and Tamina and all of them. And then you got Charlotte and Ronda. Oh, oh, the Battle Royal. You definitely could open up with the Women's Battle Royal. But I think they would want to open up with a match. match. Not a, not a gimmick. Battle Royal. So, yeah, so I'm going to call it the, the, the show of WrestleMania opens with, with uh, Bailey and Sasha defending it. And second question, do you think we'll get any returns or call-ups on Sunday? On Sunday? Well, that's not, you don't get call-ups on WrestleMania, uh, Jabron. Nor do you get returns. This isn't the Rumble where, oh shit, Mr. Perfect's back. You know, where Oh, John Cena's back early from uh, injury. That's his WrestleMania. Like, that'd be kind of weird. So, no. But if I were to just move your day to Monday, I mean, we just talked about that a little bit. I think Shayna, I think Shayna comes up. I don't know if it's the night after Mania. You might have to. But I don't know if you want to – yeah, you might have to have a call-up because at least one, and it has to make a splash, like Shayna showing up, Shayna Baszler being on Raw, or I don't know if they'll be – again, the way they've done the last two sets of call-ups, there's been no definitive, hey, you're on this show. It's been, oh, hang out and try a couple shows on. Tell us what you – you know, tell us how you how it feels kind of thing. But because Becky's now on both shows, maybe they have Shayna follow her around. I don't know, but I think Shayna's the call up, and uh, any returns. That's a little harder because there's a lot of people out there that could possibly maybe return, just theoretically. Uh, 
Rich hasn't jumped back on yet. That might be more of a more of a Rich question, just because he knows free agent. You know, he certainly could his recall of who's out there, who's available, is going to be a lot better than mine. Um, but yeah, thanks for the uh, email, Gibran. Appreciate you. And when Rich comes back, we'll get the mic. Um, and Graham Rapids, we'll get to his. Oh boy, Graham Rapids. I'm sure Mike was at that. Trump rally the other day. Let's uh, let's talk to Craig. Craig, what's going on, man? Not a whole lot. How about you? Doing okay. What's, uh, what's on your mind? Oh, before you tell me what's on your mind, you, what's your thoughts on that John Oliver piece that I assume you saw? Oh, I thought. It, did you see it? Yes. I thought it was awesome, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it it's it's for it wasn't for us. Like it was right. for like we we already know that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the way he does his pieces, he he didn't go all in like uh, he had some some sort of reverence for what Would wrestling you make clear is. What, earlier. That were first off, yeah. like, look, I'm a fan. I'm not here to trash wrestling. Because as a fan of wrestling, you know that's like, as soon as you see, hey, we're going to do a wrestling story on this mainstream thing, you go, oh, boy. Here comes the yeah. over-the-top, you know, fucking, oh, we're going to just hear, well, it's fake. And, you know, like, ugh. you know, so we didn't get any of that typical stuff. So I thought yeah. without, without pandering, he made it pretty obvious just by what he cared about that he was at least a peripheral fan. It's not like it's yeah, not and, up month to month. And a fan like like most of us are, where we we really, I think the reason a lot of us are fans nowadays is because mm-hmm. we like the people that are involved. Like, we're not just fans of wrestling; we're fans of the wrestlers. Sure. And that, that or seems we like actually like, hate them in real life, like you know, like Shannon Baylor or Pete Dunne, and you know that's. <laughs> Yes, and, and Walter. Don't forget Walter. I don't hate Walter. I just think it's corny. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That, that's what you're overhype about? No, that's more. I well, you're you're watching Takeover, so I think once you once you see that match, unless you just spend the whole match in the bathroom, I think you'll come away with new respect. It might drive me to the bathroom. Give me the fucking bubbly. <laughs> Well, what match are you looking most forward to on TakeOver, then? Um, I mean, the, the women's four-way, I just think I think it's uh, the story being told is pretty cool. Uh, I do think Bianca wins, but I don't know that she – I don't think they have her pin, Shayna. Like, why have a four-way? I mean, not why have a four-way and have your champ pin especially somebody you want to keep strong for the next level. Uh, so this would be like, a, oh, she lost and got called up, but she didn't really lose. She lost by you know, technicality. Then it goes to who gets, who takes the pin, EO or Kyrie, and what leads to it. And I'm really interested in the story around that. Because they've been, those two have been a pretty solid kind of alliance to be honest, antagonist and, and Shayna to, you know, 
but uh, but Bianca is the one that's bringing the attitude, bringing the you know every all the personality to the match or to the to the build. Um, I wonder when we get conf- when they get confronted with okay, just us two in the ring, now we got to fight, or when the other's back is turned and she can get school school you know schoolgirl or whatever the situation may be, or even something worse like a put her in, put somebody in a hole in a in a in a, in a position. These two baby faces, how to get along with this match? Kyrie and uh. And EO didn't face yet, like, one-on-one, like, not in a Mae Young or anything like that, right? Correct. Because I think they could build a whole program over the whole, so, you know, next, up until... Next year, next WrestleMania, or next TakeOver, uh, TakeOver Tampa, it could be the culmination of that storyline. Mega Power, Mega no, Power. I, w- <laughs> I love that. Mega Pirates explode. <laughs> no, I, I want to go all the way to next WrestleMania because they they got a whole bunch of people in the pipeline. Rich is that, back, by the way. You know that. Hey, Rich. Hey, Gal. Hey, Craig. Well, go ahead, Craig. Um, I think I think they could take it to to uh, Toronto to SummerSlam. The EO and. No. and uh, uh, that's way too soon for how NXT shows are paced. You know, they're they're you get four of them a year. I think in the, the, the I don't think by the next takeover I, you have, unless there's a takeover between uh, uh, for Money in the Bank or Backlash or, or Extreme Rules. I don't think so, but I don't think at the next takeover after WrestleMania you have them in some kind of match or feud or whatever. Like, you know, no, I the next one's I think gonna the, be in July, I think, or June. It's June oh. for the Money in the Bank, probably. Oh, okay. Well, I stand corrected. Oh no, it's not tied to Money in the Bank. It's on its own. It's in San Jose. Is it? Oh, they're not doing one yeah. for Money in the Bank this year. No, he said it was like. Uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick because he said it during the conference call. So there's an NXT show that Saturday before the pay-per-view. It's just in a whole different town? It's a takeover Oh no, no, it's its own. Let's so it's see. not even – I'm confused. It's, yeah, I'll wait for you to explain it. Yeah, I'm kidding. looking it up right now, so I'm trying not to mess y'all up. No, no. Uh, the, the reason I wanted to the, – the feud, to be sure, I don't want it to be like a, like a balls-out feud like uh, – uh, Gargano and Champa. I want it to be short, no. and they get back together because they need to be a tag team. Uh, I got you. I didn't. I, I didn't mean program like you think, but yeah, no, 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 no. At least have a couple matches against each other. I, I think you could do both my way. But if you go, hey, I'm gonna have to take this in here. In the meantime, and because of the tag title stuff, if they're going to be true there, you know. Those women kind of get on blah blah blah. Continue. There's no reason Kyrie and Eo can't be a tag team and have shots and maybe maybe win it. Uh, you know, maybe win the win the titles. But I I also think um, you can still be building and because of those titles. Thank you, sir. You know, they put people together. 
Yeah. I'm going to the Sigma Beta Rogue. Yeah. So I'm on the phone, sir. Why don't you just uh, yeah, So the next one is in June. It's in June on the 8th. But that's not tied to what No, it's at the event center arena in San Jose. Um, money in the bank is. Hold on one second. 2019. It's at the XL Center in Hartford. On the other side of the goddamn country. Wow. <laughs> that is pretty weird. Yeah. Well, they said they wanted to do it back at the place where they had the first uh, pre-takeover, where they had the big show oh, yeah. the weekend. Oh, yeah. Right. No, 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 no. Before Arrival, they did a big show with NXT the night before. Yeah, it wasn't even called it was no, it was just a house show, and that was the one yeah. where Vince went, and they they started chanting better than Mania, and he got Vince wow. On a on an NXT house show in I guess 2013 or 14. Right. You know what the funny thing about the takeovers is, and and all NXT, but the takeovers, I I, I guess it's not that funny, but it's on Hulu. Like they put the takeovers on Hulu. So it's not network exclusive, but it's just like. Well, after the fact, you know, right? It, it, not, well, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like the day after, just like regular NXT episodes go up the day after on Hulu. So does NXT Takeover. So it's like if you if you don't want to watch, if you don't want to you know subscribe to the network or whatever, but and you, you have NXT. Hulu. Right, right. You don't even have to have the network if you can, you know, if you can. Mind the delay, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the idea that you <clears throat> can't watch live certainly sucks. But if you're like a, hey, I work overnight, I can never, I never watch live anyway. Kind of person. That's what that, it is. Yep. I get off in the morning and it's up on Hulu, and I'm like, well, what the hell do I have the network for? But they have had some really cool stuff on the network. Uh, you know how they always put up those little shows after Mondays, uh, Raw? They always put up like a photo shoot or a ride-along or a chronicle or something like that. Yeah. They've been putting up some really cool stuff. That one on Roman really good. I don't know yeah, if you guys saw it. Journey or whatever it's called today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That... Uh, was that the one where uh, she got um, the concussion diagnosis? What they were talking about? Yeah, I mean they were talking about everything like in the last like, nine months. So I'm sure that was. Oh no, time. this was this was like a three day thing they had for her. It was like. Oh. The, okay. Yeah. No. They put this up a couple months ago. I have, to, I have to look. You might be looking at something different. I'd like to see that. Because I got to find something to do in the hotel room. I I. I was talking to my sister today and I'm like, you ever get, you ever get to where you're going on vacation and you just don't want to go. You'd rather just sit. Oh, that's right. You got to go. He dropped off. Okay. Well, go ahead. What was you? Do you ever do what now? When you, when you go on vacation and right before you go on vacation, you're like, man, I don't want to go. I just want to sit here in my house and do nothing. Oh, yeah, that's me every day, no matter where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. 
I am every day. I'm like, cause yeah. like I'll get tickets to a baseball game and I'll be like, man, I don't want to go to the damn game. I just want to sit here and watch TV or whatever. Know what uh-huh. And, and that's how I feel like before every vacation. So I'm, I'm like kind of pumped and I'll be, and I know I'll be really happy once I get to New York, but it's a, a 12 and a half hour bus ride. I got to sit uh-huh. in the terminal two hours before that. Then I got to you know, walk wait, through the wait, city. And maybe it's terminal two hours before that? I, I like to make sure I got everything in order. I get oh, my okay. ticket. And, well, that's know, all stuff. You could get there five minutes before. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you no, know, I just here drinking, and then I get on the get on the bus and have to pee, and I don't want to do that. Plus, I like to get there early, so when I get on the bus, like I I get the seat by the window, and therefore, if anybody wants to sit next to me, that's their choice. That's that's the way fat guys have to do it. <laughs> Otherwise, you yeah. you go on the bus and you're always like the, the burden, I guess. You're like, oh, people look at you like, oh, this fat guy. I mean, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sucks. Micro it micro microaggressions you have to deal with that non-fat people don't just can't imagine. Yeah, and and I, I know a lot of people. You know, you you might not even think about it, but like it. it 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 is what you think of when you get on a, when you even walk through the airport you think that you're like everyone is looking at you like man if that motherfucker is on my plane <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I would not mind a meaty arm on a long uh, next to me on a on a long uh, flight or driver you know whatever well, well with flights is okay. I got I, I fly Spirit and they have this thing where they got the big front seat. And so you're you're in your own little like nest. You don't even touch the other person, or, or you know you're not even close to the other person. You're just by yourself, and I you got to pay extra for it, but it's worth it because sure. you don't have to. You don't you're not messing you know messing with somebody else's airtime or whatever. That's what I got uh, when I went to Miami. But the bus is different because there's no assigned seats and stuff like that, and you basically. When I'm coming back, I got the priority boarding, so I definitely am getting on first. And then somebody else, if you know, if they if they get, if they're the last one on the bus, then they gotta sit next to me. But you know, try to get there. <laughs> anyway, that's a little weird tangent. Um, life. You guys were you guys were talking earlier about the. Uh, the brawl, the the Becky Charlotte and uh, mm-hmm. Rhonda thing. Um, the the cops thing was dumb, but, but and and the putting them in the back seat at the same time was dumb. Mm-hmm. But everything they did around, like everything that they could control, like Rhonda, Becky, and Charlotte, everything that they could control was phenomenal. Like. The movements, the selling, the the strikes, and every like, it reminded me of a hockey fight, like a hockey mm. brawl. Like, yeah, when I like Rogers jumped up and like kneed Becky in the stomach or chest, it was like, ain't no way to. I mean, you can pull that, you could just not go full force, but look like Ronda went full force. 
when Charlotte was kicking people and, you know, it was just like, oh, you know, this is, uh, you know, they for real. So yeah, it wasn't yeah, and nothing with, when you got your hands cut behind like that. You, you just got to, you know, let it fly. It started like that when, when Rhonda, and I, I was like, when she did that, when she, like, got the win and got up and immediately she went up and throat punched Charlotte. And I was <laughs> like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Don't Snuck the out Snuck and punched the fuck out of her. <laughs> I was like, damn. That was, it, I, you know, it was just funny because I think that I think back to this, this fight one time in a hockey game mm-hmm. and the uh the one guy there was a fight in the in the game and it was like this was 20 years ago and okay. i was at the game right in front like i sit be, i used to sit behind the penalty boxes like two rows behind the penalty boxes so mm-hmm. as the dudes are coming as the as the ref is taking off the guy for the toledo team the guy from the other team came behind the ref and behind the guy for Toledo and he reached across and he punched him in the face from behind like like a wraparound punch as the guy was getting taken to the penalty box after their fight yeah and it ended up it ended up breaking his jaw and he had to get his jaw wired shut for the, even if it didn't that's kind of like a you got to get suspended if you're if you're uh, oh, yeah. Even, oh yeah even if, even if he didn't <laughs> Sorry. Even if he didn't break his jaw or hurt him for any extended amount of time, yeah, you still gotta get suspended for. They can't punch people and attack them from behind. It's just yeah, and, and especially yeah <laughs> after that. And was, it like that. was it was it Bertuzzi? I don't remember. Bertuzzi the one that got his neck broken, or was the one that? No, no, that was uh, that wasn't. No, that I forget the dude's name. He he hit, but. No, I'm, this was a minor league hockey. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. I'm just that oh, was yeah, another. Yeah. He came up from yeah, behind and yep. uh, hit the guy. Fell. The fucking guy broke his neck. Yeah. It's one of those old. Oh, no, yeah, he should yeah. be in the league until he can get in the league. And if his career is over, then yours is over. Fuck. But that was that. That wasn't. I mean, the. It's because it's because of the he he the way he fell. He didn't he didn't want to break his neck, but it's just the the, the that guy wanted wanted to punch that guy in the face. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And and when when he did that, when the guy got punched in the face, one of my favorite players for Toledo jumped off the bench and Mm -hmm. came after. Just well, tackled yeah. him. It was, one guy. It was a, one guy came off the bench. No, no, no. I mean, he was the first one off the bench. Okay, okay. But I saw thing like right in my eye view. But you know, it's like, and then they put them at you know the times when they put the guys in the penalty box next to each other, or you know, a couple times where the like the benches are right next to each other in hockey, and they'll be like, you know, fighting across the benches and stuff. I got, man, I got six tapes six VHS tapes full of hockey fights. And that, that Rhonda thing reminded me of a hockey fight just by the way they were, the way they were going at it. And, and I was, I was into it and I, I didn't, you know, I let that stupid campy shit go 
Because it wasn't heavy enough to ruin the, what was the good part, though. They did right, a, right. a good job walking that line. Yeah, and it got me really psyched up for that match. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching the show. But Yeah. For sure. And then you'll probably get to hang out with Rich again. So, yeah, I'll be... Uh... No, Rich is ditching me. He wants to hang out in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, was he? Were you going to the Legends thing? Yeah, that's it's like oh. right down the street. Oh, see, gotta make some tough calls. But, uh, if Rich changes his plans, I might go to Brooklyn. Uh, if if he does that, because the only the only deal is getting back to my room. At a you know, because uh, I don't want to be drinking and then uh, try to try to figure out where the hell I am in New York. That's why I got the place at my legends is right next to it. So Yeah, yeah. Either way. It's gonna be a blast. Wish I could go, but we got Vegas, you know, coming right up. Mike was my man Mike was like, you know Vegas is in is technically now in the next month. Oh, shit. Yeah. I had no idea what it would be like as far as like Spending money and then like losing a week at work, or like fuck, May is gonna be or June is gonna be toyed. Have you been to uh, Vegas? Nope. Cause I was asking my sister like, you know, prices on stuff, and she said prices and stuff aren't that bad. It's not yeah. like New York where you know a beer is eight dollars and shit like that. You know. Right. I mean, and I don't plan on spending a ton of money in the strip strip area because I want to hit yeah. up the dispensaries and I'm not going to go to the dispensaries on the strip because they're going to rip you off. Mark. Yeah. And uh, but you got to go outside of like the main area. So I've got uh, uh, my man Mike Mike Stall. Probably have. He lives out there, and he said he was going to show me and my other Mike around as far as like all the uh, canvas stuff goes. So I'll have to go load up before I come, uh, you know, those of you guys later on. Dropping cannabis drops in your diet coat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you load up, then you don't have any reason to spend any money in June. So there you go. What do you mean? Like if you got if you get everything if you get everything in May. Yeah. It's like I I went shopping uh, about a month, well a month little less than a month ago, and I bought six hundred dollars worth of stuff grocery store, and I don't have to shop again until friggin' September. Well, I'm not gonna buy a bunch of freezer shit. <laughs> I hope that's going to sit on the show. I mean, I kind of do. No, what else? Freeze a freezer full of kolaches and <laughs> Gordon's <laughs> shrimp and fish patties. Yeah, and fish. Yeah. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, get God damn. I'm saying have a have a great time over the course of a week or weekend, and then you don't need to do anything in June. I gotta pay rent in June, motherfucker. What you mean? Oh yeah, but rent—I mean that's different. 
Well, I hope you guys have a great time, and uh, you know, don't. I hope you guys are awake for the main event. Oh, I'm sure we will. I'll uh, take an Adderall earlier that afternoon. I'll be drunk and awake. Do it like, do it like me, like I do on uh, every Sunday night, where I set my alarm for every hour. What in case you fell asleep? Well, yeah, because I fall asleep. Because I, I stay up the whole day. That's how it is. Especially on the ones where the takeovers the night before, and I watch it Sunday morning. So then I get like maybe an hour or two of sleep during the day, and then the event starts at whatever, five, seven, whatever. And during football season, it's, you know, it's even worse because I don't sleep at all. But yeah, set your alarm. Once, do you? Do you, do you... Do you have a pro baseball team? Did you care about opening day? Baseball? Yeah, yeah, Tigers. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's why I don't remember because the AL doesn't exist until it's time for World Series. So. <laughs> uh, man, that's too bad. Yeah, my man Mike, who, who I'll be hanging out with uh, at, in Vegas with too, who's my Red Dead Online buddy. He's uh, a Reds fan. And it has been great. And we lost today, 8-9. Uh, but we started, you know, we opened the season 4-0. We, uh, we scored you eight said runs. Reds, right? He's a Reds fan. I'm a Phillies fan. Okay. So I can needle him about their owing whatever. We were 4-0 uh, until this afternoon. And uh, <laughs> 33 innings, 35, you know, 31 hits. 25 runs, 10 home runs, 24 wall. It was just some ridiculous numbers. Like, God damn, we got a bomb squad. And he was thinking, oh, Reds are going to come in and win 120 games. And then, <coughs> excuse me. And I'm like, all right, you think you think y'all going to come in and be a bomb squad? We got the bomb squad. And they came in. Yeah, what is this, 1990? Your outfielders, not named Pui, are 0-33 to start the season. So, oh, my God. That's where all your power is, as you assume, at least. See, I can't, I can't get into baseball until I have seasons of how I watch sports. Like opening day is fine. I'll do opening day, and we sure. usually have a big old party. But but now it's not even cool because opening day it's fucking twenty degrees here. And wait wait wait, wait. Okay. Like, like those teams like usually open and. Tampa or some shit? Aren't you playing? Open them with the Rays. No, no. They had Minnesota playing last week. Well, Minnesota's in, inside. No, it's not. Not anymore. Not. They, they got no. They they built an outdoor stadium because they're dumb. What the fuck is wrong with them? Again, the Twins don't exist because they're in the AL and they don't ever make it. Hell yeah. No, but uh, I, I have. So, Right now, it's still college basketball season, yeah. and it is? I'm going to be watching the party. No, Sparty's in the Final Four, and the, the Final Four is at 8.49 p.m. on the night when I'm at Madison Square Garden, so I got to go to Madison Square Garden and try to find the TV. Mm. But yeah, it, it's college basketball season. When that's over, then hockey season starts. 
How did you start to go Huh? September. What are you talking about? No, I, I'm not watching December hockey. It's just, it's too much. Like, oh, I watch okay. football. I watch football until, you know, football's over. And then I'll watch, I, I take February off. Then I got college basketball. And then after college basketball, it's hockey. Then after hockey, for like two weeks, it's pro basketball. Oh, because ho- last oh okay. Hockey's about to get really Really excited. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That makes sense. And then after, yeah, the playoffs playoffs start about mid-April. No, no, absolutely. And then uh, I watch the two weeks of basketball that that matter. And then (laughs) after basketball, I watch baseball all summer, you know, for the rest of the summer and maybe try to get out on the porch and do some, you know, day, day porch drinking. And then football season starts. So yeah. I do it all in season. I don't want to, you know. No, no, no. I feel I'm, uh, yeah, this is definitely the first year since 2010 that I've really been excited about baseball. And it's not even just because Bryce Harper, because Bryce Harper didn't show up and we had, you know, whoever else in, in uh, uh, right field. It'd just be like, whatever, I'd still be excited to watch the Phillies. Because something about, I'm just psychologically ready to, yeah, something happened in 2010. Ryan Howard tearing up his knee in the last out of, of, the, of the series. Uh, you know, that was our year. You know, we won in 08, lost in 09 to the Yankees, and reloaded in 2010, and it was going to be our year. And we lost in San Francisco. Yeah, Ryan Howard did. And it just never was the same after that. Howard just never was the same player. It's just that feeling lingered. I got into a lot of different shit after that. Like, literally, I ended up, you know, a year later, fucking Bosnia doing shit. And that kind of stuff just kind of took over my life. And sports for so long just became secondary. Just didn't, it just didn't matter. And now it's starting to matter. Because it should have been a lot longer of a rain for Philly because they had I was in fantasy I play fantasy baseball I used to play fantasy baseball around that time and they had yeah, no, we had the best pitching staff in, in 09 I think yep. ever assembled yeah. Hamels, Oswald Cliff Lee I mean it doesn't get much better than that I mean there's been a better yep. like one two I mean I don't know who's a better one two besides Holiday and Hamels but I'm sure if you want to throw Maddox and Smoltz, or it's like, oh, okay, sure. That's certainly, you would probably win that argument. Well, my, <laughs> but my team in the National League. And then you have an average Joe Blanton, you know, and a, you know, eight and eight type guy, you know, can just get us a few wins at the, at the bottom of the staff. Yeah. We just couldn't produce. We couldn't, we were the opposite of the Phillies this year. <laughs> like, we just, mm. we scored four games. 40 fucking runs and shit, 30 some runs. Or five games, 30 some runs. Um, yeah, we were we were at, we were wasting Cole Hamels and Roy Holiday gems. Gems. We were lose two to one. One nothing. Well, and, got, and I can't find Howard and Rollins and I'm not sure if Pence was there yet, but 
I can't say I was disappointed because at my my friend Miz, my best friend, he's a Dodgers fan, and the Dodgers is whoop on you guys. So that was fun to watch. I've never been a Philly fan in anything. Yeah, no, that's so cool. it's it's. Yeah, no I, you know, if they play, if they play the Yankees or something, or the you know, or the like the uh, the Eagles versus Dallas or whatever, like I'll root for Philadelphia. But it's they're they're kind of in the bottom ten on every in every sport. Yeah. Understandable. There's no reason to have any love for the Phillies or the Eagles or the Flyers. Hey, but I like. Your, I like. Do you, uh, are you a Pistons fan? Yeah, but the, I mean, like I said, I only watch basketball <laughs> like for pro basketball for two weeks. Wait, pro basketball for two weeks? What the finals? Yeah. Or, uh, two rounds. <laughs> I'll watch the. I'll watch. I'll watch the uh, conference finals and onwards. Yeah. But. Because it's that thing I keep saying. It's like that inevitability. I hate inevitability. And the basketball is the most inevitable shit. Like, you, it's because it's because just the makeup of basketball where the, there's only five guys on the court. And if you have the best two guys, you know, in the thing, you're going to – or three guys as it is now. But, like, if, if you have that team – are those guys that's going to matter more than if you have like the best two baseball players on the same team, because you have 26 guys or whatever. And in hockey, you got 22 guys. So if you have two guys that are better than everybody else in the sport on the same team or whatever, then it's not as inevitable that that, that team's going to win or those teams are going to make the final. So like I, I, the, in basketball, the, a five seed, in the in the in the conference hasn't gone on to the conference finals since uh, Memphis did it, whenever. And then before that, it was the Knicks in 1999. So the entire first round of the playoffs shouldn't even happen. Well, it does, and yeah, just want to eliminate an entire round of trying to play them just for crazy. Oh, well, I mean. They make money and and it's cool and it, but Detroit ain't gonna do shit and I and I love uh, Stan Van Gundy and I I had a uh, we when we got Blake well I can't say we I don't like saying we but especially when I'm not that big of a fan but I was excited for Blake Griffin coming but I knew that I mean I couldn't get that excited because you're not going to be better than Cleveland. You're not going to be better than Boston, Toronto. You're going to be the Pistons. And you're going to get bounced in the first round. And if you don't get bounced in the first round, you're not going to make the conference finals. What's the point of watching? But you watch, you, you know, I'll watch a game occasionally here and there if, if, you know, it's on. But I'd rather watch like a women's college basketball game than an NBA game because, you know, it, of the inevitability. But I do love the finals and the conference finals. That that stuff gets fun. 
when you got the two best or the four best teams. Yeah, now playoff for me, like where I show up uh, in the in the yeah, yeah that's a whole different animal. downloaded this and, and uploaded it to the soundboard so it will come through. But listen to this. Oh, I got my headset in. God damn, I do that every time. Every time. Every time I do that. Hey, listen to this. And, um, all right. That'll be, that's a tease for, for next week then. You, you guys will want to hear this uh, this audio that Mike gathered. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you, Mike. Um, get at you next time. And all right, let's wrap things up. Let's go to uh, down to Georgia and bring Darrell on. Darrell, what's happening? What up? What up, Trail? All my life. Hustling all my life. How you doing, Trail? Doing all right. I'm 29. Not a thing, man. Not a thing. First one to say. R.I.P. to Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. Hate to see, hate to see young men like that go so early and so foolishly. Yep. Um, ready for WrestleMania weekend to come and go. Um, Joker movie trailer, confusing. And also, how you like your feelings so far, man? I mean, I'm loving it. I mean, even in loss today, we got smacked around. Pitching was trash, but our starting pitching was trash. But uh, we still put up eight runs. We haven't not put up eight runs yet. I think we we put up like ten and eight, a bunch of like all four or five games, five games. So we've been. Murdering fools. Uh, People were so concerned fact, about um, Bryce Hopper because he was striking out a little bit in the preseason. Well, he 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 didn't have a spring training. I mean, I, I mean, you know, he was shopping around. So oh, he didn't I get a full spring. Oh, I know. Nine games. Or so, but before today's game, it was thirty-three innings, thirty-one runs, thirty-five hits, twenty-four walks, ten home runs. So you add another eight to that. So 37 or uh, 39 runs. I don't know how many hits and shit we had, but 39 runs to, to 42 innings. That's that's a lot of runs. I'm sure somebody popped one. 
because we probably got more home runs. So, yeah, no, we got a legit bomb squad. So, I'm uh, again, I haven't been this excited for baseball in a long time, and they are giving me something to be even more excited. Like, if we were trash, I think just, again, like I was saying before, just psychologically I'm kind of just ready to be back in, get back in the swing of things baseball-wise. But even if we weren't good or just mediocre, I'd still be into it. But now we've got a fucking squad. I'm all in. Yeah, and Craig need to watch a little more uh, NBA basketball because um, it's upsets every year in the first round. I guess he, I guess because he skip them, I don't pay attention that he don't he don't get to see it. So <laughs> it's not like wrestling, hmm. <laughs> and it, the best players don't always win. That's so LeBron James should have twenty titles. <laughs> we up five so, on y'all. Uh, right now, the Sixers are going into halftime. But two minutes left in the second quarter. But five. Yeah. And the Sixers is a perfect, a perfect team to look at as a team that can make it to the conference finals and to the finals. And you would say the best player in the East would be the Greek freak. So, you know, got to pay a little bit more attention. Yeah, if we make it to the conference, uh, I'm not sure how things line up, and I'm not sure if things in the last week can change or last two weeks can like change. The, so. Right now we're the third, and they're the first, so I think it would break. We wouldn't see them till the conference finals, right? No, you would have to see them in the second round. Oh shit! Well, I'm not, but my point is, I'm not. The deeper in that we meet them, no, no I, the less scared. No conference finals. Less. My bad. Okay. So, yeah, I, even though we don't have no experience there either, they definitely don't. So, if I had to bet which young team, which young team, you know, out of, no, not out of nowhere, but, you know, uh, which of the two, I'm, not because I'm just a homer, but, yeah, I got taking the Sixers all day. The, the scary part would be if um, if the Celtics um, tighten up in the playoff, they would probably have to meet um, the Bucks, And if they beat the Bucks and meet y'all in the – Eastern Conference Finals then, you know, they y'all little bugaboo. <laughs> so, <laughs> that'll be that right there. Big up to the Usos for signing that five-year deal. If they signed it so many weeks ago, I understand why they wouldn't announce it and you keep hearing these fake rumors about them leaving because um, Jay was in that um, legal Troubles and you don't want to announce no deals when somebody going through legal problems right now because it looks like yeah, you're getting rewarded for. Well, but you also don't want to see if they drop me. Like, oh yeah, no, we resigned. Like, yeah. say they retain. I mean, I would have just let it go just to keep the match in suspense on uh, for something because everybody would assume the Usos are going to lose. But if they retain, and everybody's like, oh shit, what? And then the next night or later that week, they say, yeah, no, we resigned. I think um, WWE want that, um, want to look like they still strong by announcing that they're signing their people back. I want to also say, man, the two best stories right now who ended with a high note, both came from SmackDown. I heard y'all earlier talking about Kofi and the mm-hmm. AJ and Randy. 
those promos, man, especially the last two weeks with um AJ and Randy, pretty <laughs> awesome, man. When he told the boy, <laughs> well, I was wrestling in those gymnasiums or whatever other place you're talking about, you was up here getting suspended. I said, okay. <laughs> I wish you would have made a weed reference. He was out here smoking his tweed. <laughs> that would have really why he was dropped it. Suspended. No, that would be corny. One time, one time he got suspended for um weed. But that would be that would you don't no. That would make the company look like, you know, like you spent suspended them for pot. Like what the fuck? Well, back then, you know, it's not. Yeah, I mean, still, right? I mean, I guess back then, but you okay. know, uh, it was apparently okay for, you know, eh, I don't need to go there. But no, I, I don't. Yeah, just because it's back then. I mean, come on, it's 2019. This is the time of, hey, look what you did in 2013. How can, uh, how can you have done that? Like, well, damn, I, was, I, I was saying, I was saying that because you know, the first thing people want to jump to. Is oh you were suspended oh you must was on steroids so to keep the steroid conversation out <laughs> it's okay with the, weed. The weed, with the weed conversation because you know you can say well it's just becoming legal and mostly everywhere so back then <laughs> but you don't want that steroid controversy coming up you know what I'm saying but people weren't caring about that they just love to hear yeah no, I see what you, I know what you mean. Yeah, and plus, I like when he um, told AJ, um, you the new corporate bitch. <laughs> mm. Which is rich coming from? Well, yeah, coming from him anyway. Yeah, like he's not the guy to remember that. Ain't line. that what you always been, kind of, sort of? Or you say it so AJ can, like, slap you down with exactly that line you just said. Right, like, oh, so am I taking Cena's spot or am I taking your spot as corporate bitch? Yes, and also when he was talking about um, no, 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 he could have been like, yeah, you were only good enough to be the second corporate bitch, like the backup plan corporate bitch. So I'm good being the number one corporate bitch because you know, like he could have definitely, uh, I think, yeah, and and kill him and kill him with the um. Okay, you talk about me wrestling gymnasium. Okay, well I've been good in the high school level. College, and if you want to say this to pros, I came and passed you, and you've been straight to the pros, and I'm still better than you. <laughs> so it don't even matter. I matched you in three years, which your whole 15 year career was. So, what difference does it make? Like, no wonder I'm the corporate bitch because I'm dope as fuck. Like, can you blame them? That would have been like a good thing. But yeah. it was still good. So, very good, and I love Kofi promo too. I just love them being serious. Hope they don't split split the new day up. None of that. I, I'm really not caring about this um this um WWE um shake up because everybody don't already wrestled each other within a year. Then they just move people over, some people over back and forth. Earlier last year, like it ain't like you get coming up with new fresh matchups. 
I am concerned, <coughs> but also very intrigued uh, for her. For, for the shakeup, like, where do folks land? How much do they just blow the whole thing up? Because you got to remember, it's going to be one women's champion now, essentially, until they decide to either split them or get one belt to make it official. Make one belt, make half of it blue, half of it uh, red. It's like some kind of awesome, like, dope stylized. Um... I think they're going to split them back up. That's why they say a winner take all and then say um, that they win. No, I think Becky's going to be, or whoever. But I think Becky's going to be the undisputed WWE Women's Champion. And what's the point? What are they going to have her give her a match? Uh, I mean, again, that's the intriguing part. She's going to be the champion. She said she's going to be champion champion. I think they're going to keep those belts together. I don't think they're going to split them. Because, you know, Fox don't want no damn... What is it? Fox don't want no... Uh, don't want to be like seen as the, uh, the B team. So if they got the one champion going back and forth, then I guess that's, that's fine. But then... I don't know. They they you get but I don't know how you do that in two months, three months, next week. And whenever they decide to do it, I guess I don't see how that's then done. Because if you just make a match like, oh, Becky versus such and such, and only this belt is on the line, so Becky loses and still can call herself a champion. If they have, and I think Becky depends on Becky has to pin. I don't think she will. I think we'll get a pin or a tap out on Sasha or Charlotte, and we'll get a minute earlier. We'll have like a visual pinfall on. On, on Ronda or visual tap out where the ref is bumped, but Ronda tapped out to the disarmor or, or, you know, the backplex, she was that, whatever, visual pin or visual tap out. And then she, a minute or two later, she gets it on Charlotte. So Becky can still, or so Ronda can still say she doesn't beat it and all that, or at least never been pinned. So when she comes back to something, you know, she's got built in. I think she gets she got built in feud no matter what. Even if she lost even if she tapped out to the disarm and lost the title. That's not a disgrace or any kind of uh what else Kyrie yeah. doing. But I I still I still don't think the um visual pen uh, works. Um I heard y'all was talking about y'all the campiness of that um angle they shot with them. Um, and y'all said it was some good parts. Um, if you don't mind me asking you, what was what were the parts you consider good? Because I need a little convincing. Well, I'm not here to convince you if it was good. I like it. I'm not. I don't know. I don't mean by trying to convince me. I just wanted to see what you thought was good. Me being curious. I mean, I thought Craig had a good a good uh, good way of explaining it as far as uh, <coughs> yeah, I forget what he. Said, but I did like how he explained what he liked about it and how, oh, how, oh, specifically, I felt like a hockey fight. Um, yeah, I one of them said, or maybe it was Rich, I don't remember. Everything that they had control of was good. I even liked it when Rhonda okay. got it. First off, how did she get the car in gear? Is what I want to know. 
That's what I want to know. That, that, that's something that, um, and <laughs> nobody was tased, no nothing. I can no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that part is just absurd. Like, I don't care how celebrity, whatever, somebody would have got fucking clubbed to the back or tased or whooped in some way that would have been very justifiable. And nobody like, ooh, police brutality. Like, no. These bitches should not be in, you know, you can't, again, it's like when they have Stephanie slapping people. It's like, it's not 1998. It shouldn't have worked in 1998. It's not like nobody. Yeah. Structure and how cops work. But they didn't have, maybe they did have Austin, like, when he stunned a cop or something. But any time that I've been involved with the police, they never um, drove me to work the next day or drove me home. They let you out. Not only drove you to work, but drove you to a whole different city, let alone precinct. Yep, I'm just in. I'm just in the mood. I'm just in the mindset in today's society that um I understand the um, hardcore fans like seeing silly stuff like that, but I ain't one of them. And um having the police do stuff like that, and with the and with the people who they have them do that stuff with. And how they look, I don't like that. I don't like you doing that with the police in this in this day and time and stuff like that because it it it, it touches it, it touches a touchy well, subject sure. in well, my absolutely. mind. You could just be like, oh wow, oh. look at all this privilege. You get to <laughs> you get to kick the cop, throw him to the ground, crash their car, and then you just get out next next day like it ain't shit. Like, oh, must be nice. But again, because yeah. I know people who um who don't even resist arrest and get beat up uh are not here anymore. So <laughs> that's resisting arrest, pleading and eluding. Um um, you got so many charges that you don't even have a bond. <laughs> that you're not even supposed to have a bond. I don't care how um rich you are. But I guess. But I just didn't. It was okay, I guess. It it built interest in it for people who uh, wanted to see more. But sometimes I feel like you should fall flat on your face in in some of the biggest moments because that will help people. The um the the great people when you fall flat on your face in your biggest moments, that's what make that will make you great because the way you respond from it and how they have done this um. This bill to the ladies, for the ladies, I feel like um, they should have fall, fallen on their face and the match not live up to it. But that's me and, and my thoughts of it because um, <laughs> I just didn't like how they um, built or how they built onto it. I don't think they should have any type of success so they can continue to still do the same stupid stuff that Vince liked to do. I'm so anti-Vince right now. I don't think he should have too much success. Well, unfortunately. him out of mistakes. Yeah, but unfortunately it's that thing that, you know, now we've gotten to see it on both sides lately. They can't in the White House. But, like, where the other side will be like, uh, <laughs> you don't want, you know, you don't want the president to succeed. That kind of thing. But it's like, uh, he fails, and we all kind of fail. But that's regular shit. But if you're doing extra, like, stupid racist shit and you fail, then that's good. 
So this is kind of the first part. Like, if Vince is if Vince fails and WrestleMania is not a success or that main event is trash or whatever, like we have to sit through and watch trash and then talk about trash and be not entertained and talk about how bad it was. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I ain't talking I about all the matches. I'm just talking about that one match. I don't think I can bring myself to because I don't like Vince want two people, but for sure one, Becky Lynch. I want her to want her to have all the success. And I'm not going to like be like, well, Vince is a fucking cunt, so if Becky fails, you know, I'm like, nah, I can't. I, I can say yeah. Just got to get rid of him in different ways, or he has to, you know, because if he fails, we fail. Like my idea was, like the match is good, but maybe okay since you did the superness, you took the title, you um you're doing this um. They didn't say anything about it being uh, a unified title. They said you'll be champion of both shows. They had Becky come out too to say she's gonna be champ, champ, champion of both shows. And be the champion she always thought she was. So they did, they not unifying it. So just for you trying to make up mistakes for your um for your blunder, hell, I would have liked it like if fans if the match start off a little slow, you hear Oscar chant for the whole uh, match. I know some people would be upset about it and stuff like that, but you know, just I want to see the people succeed. Who you shit over? Who you shit on? And, and uh, we know that it wasn't in your plan for them to be over, like the Kofi's and the Daniel Bryan's at the time and all the other stuff. Something that you really can't take and say that you made that into a success. That's my. That's when I. That's what I mean by fail. Like all the matches that you really don't want to hype. I want all them to be legendary, great matches that tell a great story in the ring, just to pop you in the head. You know what I'm saying? I think so. Oh, okay. And, um, I haven't got an opportunity to listen to you and um, Cam's um, going over the WrestleMania card. Did y'all go over NXT? Did we? Uh, mm, no, I don't think so. Okay, can I? Uh, I want to go there. That's yeah, that's the third biggest thing. That's the third biggest thing for me. That NXT commercial that they've been showing this whole week and stuff. Yeah, that got me so hyped for Takeover. And you got to think about it. they had to do this last minute and rechange the car and everything. The biggest match, and they making Adam Cole versus. Johnny Gargano seemed more bigger than most of the matches at Mania. Uh, I mean, in the context of NXT, it certainly promoted. I mean, it's just a tone of promotion. I don't, I don't think it's obviously not. Oh my God, Bianca! Oh my God! You know, Bianca Belair just pressed the Lacey, the, the Lacey with the black, black hair with the braid, Lacey something, and uh, pressed pressed her over her head. Whoa! And threw into a crowd of women. Thanks, uh, 
and Io Shirai just had the Matt Hardy gravity, but she did a moonsault off the top rope to the, through the same group of women on the outside. And she sunk like a damn stone. Oh, here we go. Io Shirai now looking at that belt, looking at the NXT women's title, and you got Kyrie Sane in the background like, what do I want the title to So, yeah, this is what I'm I think I know y'all was talking about um, Shayna going up. That's why I wanted to go into NXT a little bit because I I know y'all haven't talked about it much here. Um, I see Shayna win like this bitch. Then came in here and took all my Japanese shine. And that's what I was about to say. I want to see Shayna win and then she lose to um, Io Shirai and then you start the rivalry between Io Shirai. And Kyra saying yeah, because of the look that they're saying. I know. I don't know if you heard. I like it too. I don't know if you heard my thing earlier about how I want them to. That's the most intriguing part about that match, uh, about takeover for me. It's a women's match because I want to see Io Shirai and Kyra saying have them out. You know, I want to see them. You know, do shit. Oh, the Hawks are up by four. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. And I want to see them have a moment. That's why I said I want to see them feud over the title, give Shayna some time before you call her up, give her some time separated away from Mania so she can have, uh, so you can work on a plan to call her up. Just don't call people up because, you know, they don't have plans for people. So, you know, work on something for her to come up. And um, we know um, Bianca Belair is the future. You can still beer her up until where she can maybe win the title at um, SummerSlam weekend or something like that. So, you know, I feel like she still needs more time down there. Sure, but her winning the championship doesn't make her – she's not going anywhere. She's there. She's just a champion. Mm-hmm. And that's just the difference in the result. <laughs> Do you have uh... – would you have uh, Pete Dunne retaining or Walter going over? Oh, no. I got Walter. I got Walter winning that. I think they're going to call up Pete Dunne pretty soon. Just all, how much they've been putting him on the WWE, um, all the social media stuff. They've been putting him on there and asking if he's going to be the next Mr. WrestleMania and stuff like that. So I see them either calling him up or moving him to um, NXT. Are you going to be – that's Mr. WrestleMania. Can I have a, a WrestleMania match first? I know. But he was one of the, he was one of the five that they um talked about. Him, Johnny Gargano, um, Velveteen Dream, Charlotte, and um I forgot who else. And oh oh yeah, and um Mustafa Ali, because I'm not calling him Ali. <laughs> That shit just looks stupid on the graphic. Ali. Ali what? That's not a name. That's not a single name. Nobody just goes by Ali. And you can't change them type of names into one syllable name. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they a bunch of cornballs. <laughs> they're a bunch of cornballs. It's just determined. But um, who um who do you got winning the um uh, between Johnny and um Adam Cole? 
Uh, I got Gargano winning. Gargano? Okay. I'd like to see Adam Cole win and um, Johnny Chase for a month or two till he get called up. Yeah, I'm just not, uh, you know, people love Adam Cole. It's like, like, yeah, okay, I guess. Like, I know he's okay. I don't hate him. You know, people that like them really, really, really get into them. I just don't. <laughs> so. Yeah, I need to see. I I just need to see who all they're going to have as challenges. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Well, I'm going to give it a countdown. I'm here challenges. Oh. You don't see who? But um, I don't see the heel challenges for um Johnny the face. Right now, um, that's why I see. Well, you know exactly, I mean, I, uh, I didn't exact. I didn't hear the promo that he cut him and Adam Cole. Uh, the interaction they had today, uh, tonight on NXT, but it kind of looked like Johnny was positioned as the babyface. But that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. You know, if and when he wins true. that title, he could scumbag Johnny, Candice, Candice LeRae's probably ready to turn and they could be an annoying couple and you know that kind of thing yeah true that but I want to see them separated because Candace ain't really had time to do anything for herself or even chase a title or you know put herself in contention because she's just as good as those four women that's wrestling um, this, uh, Friday so you know she had a chance to throw herself in the hat because she's been tied up in um, his drama so that's why I say I want to see him and he get focused on the title and separate himself from his wife, which I know that's hard to do. And she get focused on her career. Yeah, um, that's what, I'm just not. I don't. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not the biggest Candice LeRae fan. I don't. Uh, she doesn't have a. She doesn't look credible. You know, I'm bigger, faster, stronger, and unfortunately, she's. Just falls in that category. She's just, I don't buy it. I don't believe her when she's wrestling. You know, even though she's polished and, like, clearly a veteran, been doing it a decade, maybe more. I don't know. But I just never, uh, just like, you know. Now, if she's in there with, like, a Dakota Kai or somebody, I'm like, sure. But, you know, I wrestle Dakota Kai and, and uh, what's her face? Racist McTweet face every, every week. Like, Candice LeRae versus Bianca Belair. Like, Bianca, you know. Spike her into the ground. To me, I'm, railroad spike. To me, that's Steph. To me, that's Steph Curry versus um, <laughs> Steph Curry versus LeBron James or Kevin. I better yet, Kevin Durant. <laughs> and um, before Kevin Durant yeah. came to the um, Golden State, uh, Steph Curry was owning him. Was owning him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, but I understand. I understand. And your girl, she just um, she just came and made her debut last week on uh, NXT UK. So um, I see her um, eventually. Oh, um, I eventually fuck yeah! Fuck yeah, yo! Not anymore. <laughs> and I like yeah. that. And I like that. Now she coming in. Hey, I'm the baddest. <laughs> 
and mm-hmm. they ain't bringing up because she's big or, or nothing like that. No, I'm just well, not yet, but I doubt they will. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I have all the confidence in the world they're gonna treat her like the athlete she is, and not. I mean, she's they get, they'll use it to her advantage. Like, look at the power and the, you know, the size. Can nobody? That's something you should use, but not like a default. Like, oh yeah, look at her. She's fat. Nobody can pick her up, so she'll. No, they're not. I mean, just I, yeah, I go by how they I treat want her, I want the tone of like how they would never. I have all the confidence in the world that <laughs> NXT, NXT UK creative would not uh, put that on somebody or would not yeah, yeah. set that tone. Yeah, I hope they build her like they build Walter. They don't talk about Walter. They talk about Walter's size and his power uh, in, in it. So right, in the sense that he can, you know, and stuff like that. Crush you and, like, smash you and stuff, but not because... Yeah, it's never derogatory. So. That's when you can make those comparisons that you were making earlier about Candace and stuff like that. Because those type of stories, um, people like those type of stories. They love to see those type of stories, those, those fighting of styles and sizes and stuff like that. Because you just want to see. Because it's shit, excuse my language, but... um. I always say Mike Tyson was five nine and was the baddest man on the planet, and somewhat still can be considered the baddest man on the planet because he'll mm-hmm. knock you, he'll knock you, your mama, your sister, cousin, Big Jeffro who's seven six, <laughs> he <laughs> knock them all out. Did you see the uh, the picture that I don't know how new it is, but I just saw it a couple of days ago. It was uh, him at a uh, Tyson at an autograph signing, but there was like a, a little kid. He's probably like three years old dressed as little Mac and throwing up the double gloves. Like, you know, and they had little Mac, the, the picture from NES, the screenshot from NES next to it. And it was like, Oh, and then Tyson was in the back at the table signing the autograph, just smiling, a big old smile on his face. looking at this uh, <coughs> little kid dressed as little Mac. It was awesome. Yeah. I seen that. <laughs> I seen it. Yeah. And that always made me feel like Tyson was bigger than um than it, he must have to be a big person that game right there. But then when I got older and I see Tyson, I'm like, okay, he's mm-hmm. a little man. <laughs> but I ain't finna try him though. <laughs> I square up, Mike. 2019, Mike. <laughs> I don't know about that. Just a couple of years ago, um, he knocked out like five people. On the highway when the dude ran into his car. <laughs> Damn. And tried to square up. Yep. I didn't hear that. Well, I ain't that. I got hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Hey, I like my hands too. But shoot, people like that, I ain't finna fight you, but I'm gonna hit you with something or I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I've been in a fight, fight since eighth since eighth grade. I'm trying to think. Have I like a legit Fight square up one guy over there, me over here. Yeah, Russell Robinson, eighth grade. <laughs> the beginning of eighth grade. I wasn't even fourteen yet. So yeah, that I got 30, fight 30 years club, fight. When, I, when I used to go to the club. <clears throat> oh shit! What's somebody stepped on your sneaks? No, you know you had that one homeboy that always he get drunk, he start starting shit, but that's oh, your dog, yeah. so you gonna stand up on. And he he bump it and he go at it with some um, guys who was they was being a little bit too too much and they didn't like that he was dancing with this one girl that they were trying to get at. 
And, uh, you know, you push my homie, so uh, we can mm-hmm. square up on all y'all. <laughs> so we squared up on them. <laughs> all right. That's going to wrap things up, real. Leave things okay. on that. Nope. You go ahead, hey, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, so as I said earlier, uh, no VIP tonight. Um, Rich is on his way to New York City, and I feel like shit, as you can uh, hear a little bit. Uh, but we'll be back next next week, I assume. Well, Rich said he's doing some kind of thing with Radican, but as far as we go, I don't know what if we can expect anything specifically from Rich over the weekend, content-wise. But if you uh, follow the East Coast Cast or Rich on Twitter, Rich Fan, two ends, um, he'll post and keep you updated on uh, whatever he's doing all week and weekend in WrestleMania. So, oh, we didn't really get to talk to him about how he's going to be in the middle of this his uh, media stuff. So, that kind of stuff. But yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll get it to you next week. Thanks, everybody, for your participation. Thanks, Rich. Thanks, Cam. I'm Trev. I'm out. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.